do that every fucking time. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> what up, everybody? Uh, yeah, so um, we're here once again. This is the light shed. I'm here with the good homie Bams Money Malone. What's good? What's good? And we're chilling, or just Bams. You just call him that. I just be making all this extra shit up that goes with <laughs> it, but just Bams. And uh, I'm your boy Syringe Sersky, the inevitable rhyme saying live from New Jeru. And uh, yeah, we're here once again in the Light Shed Podcast episode. I believe this is number four. Four. <laughs> uh, yeah, so today's topic is, it's an interesting topic. It's a topic um, that we need to discuss because we seem to continuously keep dealing with uh, this and the topic is having no topic. <laughs> that's a great topic. I love that's a that's the best kind of topic. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, so every time we, we you know we get to sitting down talking about this thing or uh, what we're gonna do with the podcast, we're like, yeah, we're gonna do this, that, and the third. And then when the day comes to record, we're like, well, so uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> Nonsense. So yeah, let's talk about that. What do you think the issue is? <laughs> Uh, we're new to this. Oh, you know, that's a good. That's that's the honest, um, like simple way to put it. Yeah. Um, it's not that we're not creative. Obviously, nah, obviously know, we don't know, lack in that department. Fifty billion other things going on, so this is kind of like a, I guess, a release, just to hang out and bullshit. Word. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So, how about this for a topic? Why do people have these ridiculously short attention spans nowadays? Social media? I mean, that's my opinion. Social media is the reason. No, that's pretty much it, actually. There's the end of that conversation. (laughs) That's actually exactly what it is. I mean, you can delve into that conversation if you really want to. I mean, yo, I'm just fascinated by how people, you know, a few years back, it was like, Mega churches and fucking. I don't want to get into this. Let's start to get political. <laughs> no, no, but you, I, you, the, the short attention span. You're right though, because if if you take, say, you take um, Instagram for, for one, um, if you post a video that's over fifty nine seconds, mm-hmm. it automatically has to go to their IGTV platform. Yeah, which. I mean, unless the video is really entertaining, nobody's gonna switch over to watch a full video. I mean, honestly, apparently, from all the research I've been doing, you only need about 25, 30 seconds for it to count as a view. It might even be less than that, depending on the thing. I know with with YouTube, apparently, if somebody watches your video for at least 30 seconds, that counts as one view. Yo, everyone, all my videos will now be 31 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. Thanks, Bams. (laughs) Yo, I mean, listen, teaching look, I lessons just, out here, boom. That's just what I, I've been I've been hearing. I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, it, it, there was a few sources that I read that on, but who knows if it's actually true? I mean, yo, but it's just. I guess what I was trying to get at is, yo, people just one minute are talking about. I don't know, man. It's just crazy. You know, <laughs> people got well against the cop, defund the police, fucking Black Lives Matter, all this crazy stuff. You know, and it's just like one minute everyone's on it. And then tomorrow's like, yo, Justin Timberlake, fucking whatever. And it's like, oh, let's talk about that. And it, people just get so distracted and no, nobody really follows through with anything anymore. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's so, the truth. There's some serious distractions out there, everybody. Let's get focused. I agree. In 2021, let's all just focus and not get lost. Thank you. This has been another episode of The Light Shed. <laughs> Fuck all the notch. Stay tuned for a new episode of Beer with Bams. Beer, yo, imagine <laughs> that comes on and like literally 30 seconds later, the shit's over. You know what I mean? Like, that'll be that. Yo, if you haven't watched Beer with Bams, go to YouTube, type in Beer with Bams and get your mind blown. Yeah, it can't get any simpler than that. <laughs> yeah. If you like beer and shit, just go watch it. It's entertaining and he might introduce a new beer to you that you haven't had before. This is true. This is true. And also check out Liver Bashes. Bad this is also true. This is also true. And uh don't forget to check out me. 
But I'm not going to tell you shit about where you can find me. <laughs> you just got to Google them somehow. If you know. But don't you know. Google them in public because it's offensive. Yeah. And if you're going to Google me, make sure to wear your face mask. <laughs> that is true. You don't want to Google without a face mask on. No, never. It's dangerous. I mean, I've been telling people, even when you poop, wear your face mask. Well, you know, poop particles and what have you. By the way, I'm just talking shit. Don't wear your face mask. <laughs> But um, yeah, man, fucking. Uh, so, um, what can we talk about here? That, All right, uh, so how was your day today? Oh God, that question. Today was an interesting day. I got up with the intentions of installing new surveillance cameras at my place, and then I realized that I have to run cables and all that, and I kind of stared at the box. Looked at the work on the wall, stared at the box, and was like, fuck this. <laughs> I sat down, I put on Seinfeld on repeat, all of, I mean, just watching the whole fucking series, basically. And then I played some video games on my phone um, and uh, put my feet up for a little while. And then I puff puffed. And then. I did a bunch of other shit, <laughs> and yeah, and that was my day. Oh, it sounds very productive. It was absolutely not productive. Actually, no, I had a productive day. I'm talking shit. But there was a big portion of the day where I found out that the day had freed up because technically I should have been working today. Mm. So whenever you get a moment, it's just like, all right, hold up. I don't have to work today. And you get the... You know, if you didn't have other shit to do, you would just chill. Like, all right, cool. I got the day off. I'm fucking have some coffee and chill Word, for a little yeah. bit. So I kind of put myself in, in that frame of mind of like, yo, take a break for a second. And I put my feet up for a little while. I was fucking banging. Wifey went with little man uh, to a, uh, my mother-in-law's to start making fucking Thanksgiving shit. And uh, so I, it gave me a window. And I was just like, this is fucking fantastic. <laughs> so I called you earlier. And I was like, yo, so uh, you want to get up earlier? Because <laughs> I had, you know, the window had opened up. <clears throat> Word. But um, <clears throat> here we go. Let's talk about well, how do you focus on shit? Like when you want to do some dope shit, when you got an idea. Do you got any I, way that you go about like planning shit? Honestly, I don't. I don't think I have the ability to focus. Like, I'm pretty sure I got like ADHD or some shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Because you know, seriously, I can work on like I'll work on like two or three different projects at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because while I'm working on one, I can get an idea for the other one, and then right. I can literally get an idea for the third while I'm while I'm working on the second one. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't. I can never focus on one thing at one time. Where. I don't know what the, I, you know what I did? And it's been like that my entire life. Huh. So like I'll literally be editing a video and I'll figure out something I need to do with, uh, for social media or, uh, something for like a different video that has nothing to do with what I'm doing, what I'm working on. Right. Also, I get distracted. Like today I was editing a video. Uh, Manny had a session going on. He was tattooing a new client. So I was able to break it up by getting up and taking shots of uh, him, uh, the progress of the work today. Word. So that it, that's it's a good. I need a good distraction to mm-hmm. actually help me with 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 stuff that I'm working on. Where? I mean, yeah, uh, fucking. I tend to uh, to write shit down because my brain be thinking of mad shit all at once. I have one of those race brains. It's just constantly fucking at 100, fucking just thinking of different shit. Yeah. So <clears throat> I noticed when I was younger, I would be like, like you know, one minute I'm fucking, you know, trying to make some music. I wake up in the morning, I want to paint some shit. Depending on how the sun is, I might be like, yo, I want to go fuck, you know, like <laughs> it's just the way I am. I'm just bugged out like that. So that's why I, I write things down. Like I was telling you earlier, um, whenever I think of like stories, uh, for the what I'm writing, uh, whenever I remember a story that I'm like, oh shit, what about that time? I'll write them down because otherwise I'll forget them again. So I have these books. I think we talked about this. I before. think yeah, we had read them with us before. I got them little books and fucking that shit is the the most helpful shit ever. Other than that, I don't think I'd get anything fucking done to be honest with you. I mean, you can you can ask Matt. Like I'll send Matt like random. It could be like I won't talk to Matt for like a week, and I'll send him a random ass text message. Like, Yo, what about this idea? And it's always the craziest shit in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. And then we might be able to build off it somehow. Yeah. 
<clears throat> somewhere throughout all that. Yeah, like build. yeah, like you're like, oh, you know, we might be able to pull a little bit of this or that thing, but like you might like you you'll catch one random ass text message of just some. It sounds like nonsense, but like wait, that might be a good idea somehow. Let's see if we can make it work somewhere. Word. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's kind of my approach because uh, lately it's been tricky to focus, man. And even writing shit down has been a. Uh, it's been weird. Can't really get locked in. But uh I mean, yeah. you know, you got the 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 baby and everything like that. So you got more distractions than most, especially in your house. So mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard to get focused when you got a lot of other stuff going on. In the crib it is, yo. I've been I've been realizing it more and more. In the crib it's hard cuz it's like you you can't not react, right? Word. It's not like if you had a roommate or some shit. Like yeah. for example, right now he's doing his thing and you know, when when there's a kid involved, if Erica has to do something, and the baby's wakes up in the middle of the night. You got to go get him, yeah, exactly. Put him back down. Yeah, there's just a constant distraction and shit. But it's a good one, you know. what I mean, like I I tell people, like yeah, it is hard to to deal with that part of it, but I don't mind it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's for little man, no, so it's like yeah, whatever. But at the same time, you know, yeah, I've been I've been really, man, I, I've been wishing when I first moved in there. Um, Erica's aunt next door had a little, it was like a, almost like a shed that, but that she had made the same way you would make a house. So the walls and everything, Word. the foundation. You're talking like, about the backyard to the left, the, to the right, right. To right with the little shed in the back. Yeah. 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 Word, word, word. So when we moved in there, if you look on my side of the thing, there was a platform to build something oh, word, like hell that. Yeah, yeah. You got the concrete platform. Yeah. yeah. So originally that's what it was going to be there and it wound up being too costly and they didn't wind up doing it. Uh, she recently knocked it down and it broke my fucking heart. I was like, oh man, I was like, because yo, that would be like the dream spot, yo. Word. Think about it. There would have been a backyard. I would have had backyards all around me. I'm not attached to any building. It's just its own independent space. I would be able to go back there and probably make music all fucking no, night yeah, at a very high pr- volume yeah, and nobody would give a shit. shit out of it. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. So that was like my. When we first moved in there, I told Eric, I'm like, yo, I'm going to wind up building one of those back then. But when I started looking into it, I'm like, yeah, it is costly as fuck. Uh, just for some little shed, because you're going to insulate it and shit like right, that. Yeah. Put roof on it. But um, so now I've been, you know, in my head, I'm like, I just need to get myself a small space. Almost like the same size of what I have now at home or bigger. And I'd be cool with that. I'd be able to work. And when... Well, maybe like a few years before I opened the store, I had a studio on Sip Street. You know where Sip Street is? Yeah, yeah. Um, in Union City. Jersey City. No, the, in Union City. Sip Street's, um, you know where, uh, where the fuck is this shit? Uh, what can I, uh, the five star or four star diner is? Yeah. So if you're if you're going up, what's that? Thirty first or thirty second? Thirty second. So if you're going up thirty second, right where the diner is, yeah. you make that left on that corner. Okay. Uh, if you're going towards the boulevard, you make the left. Oh, that one block that's in between those two. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, I got you. If you went down that street on the left, there used to be a big ass warehouse there, and there used to be a wrestling ring in there. Oh, word. Yeah, these guys had like an independent like wrestling. Um, I don't know what it was, like a fucking, what do you call that? Like a, a federation or whatever. Yeah, no, you're right, right. Independent wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they, and they were part of like some circuit there and shit. But they would have these events and shit. It was pretty interesting. I remember going there a few times and being like, oh shit, this is like a real wrestling fucking thing, right? <laughs> but when we found it one day and uh, found out that they had space for rent in another part of that building. And at the time, they were building it out. So. Dude's like, uh, I mean, I went and I was like, do you have any space? He's like, yeah. So he's like, what are you looking for? I said, yo, I don't have a lot of money. And he's like, yo, well, now how much money you got? What are you trying to spend? I said, I don't know, maybe like 300 bucks, you know, a month. He's like, 300 bucks? Like, hell no. <laughs> so then he was like, yo, I'll 350. I said, 350 for what? He goes, oh, I'll make you a space for 350. I'll build you a space. I said, all right, cool, do it. And he made me a little box. Yo, I was fucking... Probably as big as the room that I have now. So you uh, say about like 40, 50 square feet. Yeah, it was small. Yeah. Um, and I had that space. And in that space, I was there for three months, but I had signed a one-year lease on the space. Word. 
he built other spaces within that first set of uh, a few months or whatever. Um, my boy wound up getting a space there, and uh, it started becoming like a real chill spot. Then there was some hooligans that moved in, and these guys were down the hall from me. I'm pretty sure they were filming porn in there, straight up and down. <laughs> I heard shit coming out of the room that sounded like porn, and uh, <laughs> I seen girls walking around in, in bathing suits and just abnormal shit. And then they started having poker events there. The poker events got ugly because I guess it started turning into money shit. I heard yeah. a couple times there was some scuffles, and one time even a gunshot. So um, my boy was in the studio that day when it happened. I wasn't there for that day, but he was there. And then that led to the cops coming, and then that led to the city going there. Come to find out that the owner of the building was dividing the space without getting permits to do it. That's how most of these deep fucking people do it, too. So they told them that they, they had to knock, they had to level the whole shit. Me, I'm no pushover. So when the guy comes up to me, he's like, yo, unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to have, have you move out. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, you know, uh, we have to break down the floor. The city has a problem with uh, the way we built this thing. We have to rebuild everything. And I said, all right, cool. But uh, what the fuck does that have to do with me? I said, I signed, I signed a one-year lease. And now you know how you're going to kick me the fuck out? Like, <laughs> I, I just bought all this gear and shit. Set this whole room up. Bought lights, a table, chairs. Yeah. I said, and now what you want me to do? Bring it back to my small ass apartment? I said, that's why I got this space in the first place. I don't know where to put this shit. <laughs> so he's like, yo, I'm, it's unfortunate. I said, nah, man, it's unfortunate for you. I said, because you need to accommodate me somehow, some way. I'm like, this is bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I said, do you have other spaces? Or something? He's like, yeah, but they're more money. And I said, yo, what the hell does that have to do with me? We were at my, my, my lease is for $350 a month for X amount of space. So maybe build me the space somewhere else in the building, you know, some shit like that. And he's like, no, we don't know when we're going to be able to rebuild, blah, blah. Anyway, moral of the story is he's like, let me show you the other spaces. He shows me the other spaces by telling me, well, you this space right here is about $850, but this one we're, we're pretty much already renting. And then we have this other space over here that was like, I don't know, like fucking... 850 or $900 a month for, and it was big. Word. So I said to him, I said, yo, well, here's the deal. I said, why don't you just let me write out the rest of my lease in this room? And he was like, nah, I can't do that. This, you're going to pay the difference? I said, no, I'm not going to pay the difference. I said, you can't build me anything. That one's already rented. This one's the only one that's available before you rent that shit out. You got to accommodate me, man. Luckily for me, I helped him out because now I had my boy Rob, which had rented out his space and was paying more than me. Word. Um, bitch and like yo what the fuck like you you, you know you, yeah you gotta get a spaces so I said yo look I'll even help you out so you don't have a bunch of people breathing down your neck I said that's my boy let me talk to him and you let us get this space and me and him will move in here and then you got two people you know off your back pretty much the two people that were gonna fight you for it word cause at that point you kind of fucking me like I had bought all recording equipment beat machines I'm like the fuck you know so I um I got him to give me that fucking space, and I wrote out the rest of my lease. I even went beyond it. He just stopped giving a fuck. He would just rent out the space to us for, <laughs> yo, it was 350 beans we were paying for that space. Wait, each? No, because my boy was with me, so my boy's not going to sue him, but he's going to move in with me. So I'm just going to be like, yo, this is my space. You stay here with me. <laughs> so, And that's the way we kept. That was my lease, so I wanted to keep my lease, and I was fighting for me to keep the room. And another thing is, is I'm glad I didn't do it because... I don't know. My, my senses were telling me that dude wanted to break off on his own no matter what. Word. So if I would have had him come on the lease, it would have been like, fuck us fighting over the space or some shit. No, word. Hell yeah. And in the long run, he wound up bailing for a while. So he would have never, you know, kept up with the space regardless. So I wind up, he wind up staying with me for like, I don't know, two months or so. And then me and Q, you met Q before. I think so. Yeah. 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 We started doing the t-shirt business out of there and word. all that stuff early on. I, I guess that's like right before, um, elementary started but um uh what the fuck was we talking the space you were in over on 6th street <laughs> oh so yeah I, I got mad work done in there yo i remember being i would say about a year and uh, I, went, I went beyond a year there but uh i made like mad beats there i was i was focused in there because every time i walk in there it was like 
cooking time, you know. I'd be like, yo, I'll be back. You know, buck 50 over there, smoke some shit. <laughs> Loud as shit, no matter what time it was. I had to be like, oh, on the neighbors. That's one thing that sucks when you make beats. Sometimes you just want to crank shit and, you know. And uh, I was able to do that there. So I've been really thinking about trying to f- capture that again. Um, just having my own little space, my own little, whether it be a fucking mini office or some shit like that where I could just work because I can't focus, bro. It's fucking crazy. Right now, <laughs> it's tricky to focus. Even when writing shit down, it's been tricky. Yeah, freaking uh, right before we get, well, matter of fact, before we actually moved into this building, mm-hmm. I took a, uh, I took, a, I, I had a film camera and I took a black and white picture of the, the sign that's on the building from the, um, from the viaduct over here. Mm-hmm. And I posted this shit on Twitter. I was like, we're going to have a studio in this building within a year. And sure enough, within a year, me and Manny were well, in the fucking building. <laughs> well, that's how you fucking do it. You wrote it into existence. <laughs> really, though, right? No, we're like, hell yeah, I man. shall be in this building within the next six months. Yeah, man. Two months later. And we, we, we really lucked out in this fucking place. Nah, this is a nice space, man. Definitely a nice space. I mean, you guys been getting it in. You just finished doing a tattoo. You know what I mean? So the shit's definitely functioning. No, nah, hell yeah. And it's coming along nicely. It's got a good, hell like yeah. a nice nice chill atmosphere. I mean, we're chilling right now in this fucking amazing space here at, a, at a Eightfold Studios where uh, dope shit happens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But uh, what, what else can I talk about that uh, was interesting this week? What's the word on the, the camera market? Sony ZV-1, is it the ZV-1? Yeah. That Moon little camera is dope. Oh, tiny, like a point and shoot? Yeah, you know, it's a little point and shoot, little flip out screen. It's under a thousand bucks. What word? Um, it's fucking tiny as shit. It does have a small sensor, but I shot it in pretty low light and got some pretty cool video out of it. Oh, nice. There's 4K and 1080, decent frame rates. Uh, so vloggers, that is a very interesting camera. Uh, what else is pretty dope right now? I've been uh, doing a secondary shot with uh, the iPhone because it shoots in 4K and you can get it in 24 frames. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, when I bring it in, I start editing. It's way too much fucking noise in that freaking shit. I don't, really? I don't know what the hell the problem is. I don't notice if I, if I go on YouTube. Are you and I, tapping for exposure on before you record? Yeah. Uh, and um, I'm, I don't notice it so much on like YouTube or even not. You won't notice it on Instagram since it's just a small, it's a small image. Mm-hmm. But um, when I'm <clears throat> when I export it and I watch the video on a computer and I blow it up to the full monitor, you can see it just seems real fucking noisy. I don't know what it is. And it's supposed to be free. The, dude, the, the Canon 5D looks way better video footage than this, uh, the iPhone does. Well, yeah. Well, you got to consider sensor size. No, I understand, no yeah. I understand sensor size. But if the thing's shooting at 4K and I'm not zooming in, I literally put the, the, the thing right up. So it's not. And I still don't understand why I'm getting so much noise on there. I don't know. Maybe you're not getting enough. Maybe the camera's not picking up enough light. That could be the, that could be the issue. Yeah, I do want to get a, a bigger, like a light to record videos on. I mean, but why, <clears throat> why don't you just shoot it with the 5D? I do shoot it with the 5D. Oh. I shoot the videos with the 5D, and I'm using the um, I'm using the the, the iPhone on uh, my uh, what's it called my friction arm, and I have it so it's a close up shot. So when I'm pouring a beer, so I can literally cut in like. Have oh. you done that? The last couple of videos are like that. Oh shit! Then I didn't pick up on that. I gotta rewatch that. Yeah, you literally I'm, you look right in it. It zooms into where I'm pouring the beer and shit. And then right when the beer, when I I put the bear, when I usually put the glass down, is when it zooms back out to the 5D footage. Got it. I mean, I've been color grading it so it like it, it's almost it's not seamless, but you can like you really can't tell a difference from the 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 5D to the iPhone footage. Yeah, I think I'm getting better at the color grading with the you know matching the the, the colors up and shit. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, regardless, I mean, yo, so I didn't even notice a second shot. 
I gotta no? watch it again. No. Nope. Oh shit! It's well, usually about. Good. It's usually right when I um right when I'm using right when I open the beer, yeah. it goes to that secondary shot where it's fucking zoomed in. <laughs> that's pretty dope. I gotta I gotta rewatch. That's a, that's a good thing. That means it was seamless because I didn't notice that. Oh anything. word! Hell yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. All right, nice. Yeah, you know, I, you know what? Disregard what I just said, yeah. everybody. Yeah. I'm talking nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's it was smooth then because usually I would pick up on shit like that. If it was like sloppy, I would have been like uh. You know, like, oh, shit, what the fuck he do here? Or I would notice the change. Yeah. So if I didn't notice it, then, yeah, I would think that that was like a smooth. And it's not like you, you can see, because you can see the whole, like, you can see up to the, the the dog's eyes and everything in the whole frame. Yeah. When I zoom in, it's literally like you can see the bottom half of my face and me pouring a beer. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see close up my hands and shit. And I do that so I can actually get a clear shot of the label for, well, the, for the video no, itself. Smart. Yeah, that's cool. I'll check it out again. I completely missed that. But uh, what the hell? What, what was the point of us talking about that? You were talking about the, the the new Sony with the small sensor. Oh yeah, that's a pretty cool camera. Even though for low light, I'm always gonna say you know if that's all you got and just shoot it. But I wouldn't recommend it for that. But if you're gonna be shooting like most people shoot vlogs during the day, word. That's a really cool tool. Like it's pretty uh pretty nice. The only thing I will say is Sony. Why couldn't you make the hinge on the on the on the camera be completely flush when you open it? That really irked me. So when you open it, let's say this was the the piece that swings open. Yeah. If I'm holding it straight like this, the the screen kind of opens like that. It oh, so it's not. Go straight. Uh, okay, so it's kind of like almost kind of like, like facing away from you. Yeah, in a way. yeah. And that shit is annoying. Well, um, especially if you're gonna be vlogging, that's gonna be annoying. Because most of these guys, they they kind of they tend to they'll look at to make sure the shots and and yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. what's it called? Especially when you're shooting like on a little tabletop and shit like that. Word. It's just slightly off. I'm just like, damn, you couldn't get this to open completely straight. <laughs> um, what else uh, did I find interesting? Uh, R6 got my attention. That's looking like a really cool camera, Canon. Um, props on that shit. Um, R5 two. There's all the talk and all this shit. I haven't I haven't really field tested none of them, but I will. I, that's what I did with that little ZV. Everybody was talking about it, and some people at my work were like, "Yeah, you know, it's all right. You know, it's this, that, and the third. And I'm like, "I'm gonna take that shit out. <laughs> take it out for the day." I, re- I recorded literally from morning to night, just bullshit. I recorded here, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting little shots just to see what things look like. This is pretty dim light, you know. Yeah. These shots that I shot in here look really nice. I was like, it looks pretty good. In other words, for someone that's just shooting something, doesn't want to do like color grading, just wants to make an episode to post up on their vlog, that's a pretty dope camera, sure. I would say. Um, yeah, right I'm waiting, now. I'm waiting for Canon to make it available on their, uh, their the, the hell is it called? The Canon Professional Services. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a, it's a, you, you pay a yearly membership to it mm-hmm. and, um, you uh-huh. can, you can borrow a bunch of gear for like 10 days. Yeah. Well, you can borrow like one piece of gear at a time. So I'm waiting for them to make it, uh, available so I can actually borrow for a couple of days it's to, gonna to be dope. test it out. It's going to be dope. There's no question about it. Word. Um, we don't have a display yet. We just got the R6 and that shit is, ay ay ay. it just feels like a cannon. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, I'll always say it Yo shout out to Sony But Sony's never really felt I've never settled into Sony Because I'm so used to Canon And it's taken me It's been years now It's been over two years That I've had that camera I think So it's weird that I can't um, I can't You know get comfortable in it You know I pick up, picked up the R6 And it was like bang, 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 Like I was home You know what I mean Put my feet up and shit <laughs> But, uh, and I like that, you know, people are like, oh, that shit don't matter. Fuck that. Stay with what you have. There's no reason to keep switching your cameras and all this stuff. I'm like, yo, I've been strategic as hell. I haven't jumped from much to much. I've been real patient with like my upgrades and shit. In fact, um, I don't, I never had a 5D that was mine. I've used them, but never one that was mine, you know? And that was just because at the time I was doing more video than 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 photos, Word. so I was cool shooting that 6D. I love the the 60 was a good camera. Yo, 60 was 60 was perfect for anyone that was just doing basic video and good ass video, 
could put some sick ass glass on there. You had 60 frames per uh, per second in slow motion. Um, and uh, it was just dope. I mean, you didn't have like autofocusing and these types of things. But early on, I mean, how can I put this? What I got out of that camera, I don't think was 100% either. Mm. But I bet you if I shoot that camera right now, that shit will look fucking more oh, popular than yeah, ever. Because yeah, now yeah, I have yeah. more of an understanding of how to use these things. But um, uh, the R6, which is what I'm seeing, like a mirrorless 6D, you know what I mean? Or if you compare them like a 5D to a 6D in a mirrorless world. Word. I'd be okay with that camera, you know? I, I don't even think I would need an R5. Uh, I'd be all right with just shooting that uh, that R6. And uh, that's just pretty fantastic, man. They did a good job. I haven't, like I said, I haven't been able to shoot it um, to where the shit overheats and all that. I like to replicate that issue before I even <clears throat> fall into the fucking, the bullshit that I hear. I haven't heard much of that shit in general. What I've been hearing as of late is that people find it hard to work with the codex, especially on like in Premiere. Like, oh, it's so hard to edit 4K footage. I don't know, man. I don't well, no, know. No, no, no. That's I, I mean, that's what it's from. A lot of the a lot of the videos I see, guys who are, who are reviewing the camera, and a lot of guys who actually they, they're Canon shoot like they were Canon shooters. They, yeah. they they use this Canon Cinema line, all that stuff like that, and they mm -hmm. they're saying that the uh, the four K editing is a pain in the ass, huh. and that's why a lot of guys like Sony the the four editing the the four K out of a Sony is a lot easier, especially mm -hmm. in Premiere. I mean, I haven't had any issues with, uh, so, but some things, something about Sony that, uh, and it, it, it's all preference, yo. It's all, it's a no, preference thing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad tool. If you got a Sony, fucking shoot the shit out of it. Um, you're going to shoot some dope shit no matter what with it. But, you know, there's just like that, you know, preferences, man. And once you get used to something or things <clears> or the way <throat> something feels in your hand, all this stuff counts for something. So, like, I'm not, even like picking up my camera. It's never really felt right in my hands, even that way, you know. Well, from what what I've been seeing, like most of these guys, they're not telling you what they're kind of editing their stuff on. Like if I'm trying to edit 4K on a laptop, like a new laptop, like one the one that you have right now, mm -hmm. it shouldn't bind up, but it's not going to be as quick. Like if I fucking edit on a fucking beast of a desktop that's running fucking the, like one of the highest chips. I mean, yo, I'm and, gonna keep it real with this <clears throat> with this joint right here. I've been I've been editing 4K video off of gopros my sony um um my drone um and yo i can watch it at 100 percent. i can put shit loads of fucking uh colors over it overlays fucking word and you can scrub and, through it no issues and not one fucking lag yeah. what the fuck so ever um and bottom line is i don't I was talking to a, a homie today, and uh, we were talking about. He saying that he can't. He's been having. He's been trying to learn um, video for a while. He's like, "Yo, it just doesn't. It just doesn't grab me. Like I can't. You know, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, it just doesn't. It's not sticking. You know, it still doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. But when I went, when I said to him, I said, "Yo, look, man, this is what I tell people, right? And and this is the truth, right? So." Luckily for me, I have an artist background, you know what I mean? I've always looked at things in an artistic way, you know what I mean? From being a little kid to right now. So when I started shooting cameras, even as a youngster, I remember thinking, oh man, how am I going to learn this camera, right? And there's all these different things. What does this mean? Going through the manual, we ain't have the fucking internet. We just borrowed your mom's camera and you don't know shit about it. you like going through the fucking how do you use it and and in that i found that the best way to do it is to just press record you know what i mean so everything else doesn't matter at that point right no, man trial and error so when you shoot video when you, when you use these cameras you can be technical about it no doubt but you don't have to be no and just because you're not doesn't mean that the end result isn't going to be some dope ass shit. Exactly. You know, it's just it. It's more so on how you, you you use the angles and how you set things up, your storytelling, all these things factor, right? And if you if you can kill all that creative shit, then you could just use this camera very uh, simply. And like I told my my boy today, I said all you got to do is figure out 
what you're going after as far as your frame rates, your aspect ratios, all of that stuff. And once you have those things set up in your camera, if you're using your camera specifically for video, then for the most part, it's already set up. The only thing you have to kind of ping pong between is like maybe your frame rate if you want to do like slow motion um, and shit like that. Like I shoot flat. My camera's set to be shot in flat. That's you know how I, I shoot mean? too. Yeah. Especially video. So it's just like I'm not going to change that. You know, I, I'm using my camera mostly specific to video. So nine out of ten times, I know to check it because it's usually set to flat. Word. Um, Sixteen by nine. No, no, I was, I didn't see uh, my camera. I was turning around because I wanted. I, I, I wasn't sure where I put my camera. Uh, uh, but like you know, <clears throat> sixteen by nine, uh, all these things, right? And once you set the camera up that way, then now it's time to shoot. And Word. all you got to do is, at that point, you're just adjusting the light, which you're <clears> not going <throat> to use the shutter. Most of the time to compensate, right? No. You're going to use your fucking aperture and, mm-hmm. and your ISO. Yep. So, in other words, when I pick up a camera, most of the time it's like, all right, what are we shooting? The first thing I think about is the angle, right? And then I turn my camera on. Everything's pretty much already set. Adjust the light. Boop. Press record. And that's it. Bird. So, it's like... what. What he was talking about today, I, you know, this time I'm like, yo, that's the part that I don't understand. I'm like, if you look into it, right, and you research it, you know to do these things now, right? So it's like, that's that's the part you're struggling with is moving on from the basic shit that you already know. You got now, just set the motherfucker up and shoot shit. Like I told him, and then when we, did, we, we made joke, jokes about this in the past, where I used to be like, yo, Bams is the type of guy that's going to wind up on the floor, taking pictures yeah and, man but 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 there, there's a point in that like i don't i'm just making that into a joke but i think the same way too you know like my man was talking about the video today uh bigging me up about it and he was like oh i love this shot i love that shot and i said well <clears throat> what makes those shots interesting if you really think about it it's interesting because it's a story and you're following the story but like he was like, yo, I love the shot where they run in the room and they shoot. This dude gets shot. And I'm like, all right, so what's so what, what did I do that was so fucking fantastic, right? Other than, all right, I'm going to shoot it from this angle. The coolest part that I told him, the reason you like it is because when they walk in the room, the camera was on, on the ground. Yep, Remember I was up. shooting a little tripod <clears throat> facing up? Yeah. I said, that's why it looks interesting to you. But if you think about it, I sat down, I laid, put the camera in position, told those guys what to do, pressed record, they did it, and I stopped, I stopped it. And then I just kind of edited the shit out of it. But there's nothing crazy happening at that point. The camera's already set up. Now I'm just shoot, 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 adjust, adjust, shoot, 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 adjust, adjust the whole time. And so there's just minimal shit you got to do once you're going, right? And that's why when people say they're having a hard time with video, I'm like, why? Like, think about, think about what you're saying. And today I told my man, it was like an enlightening moment. Word? I never thought about it that way. And I'm like, yo, yeah, you. I said, are you a photographer? He was like, nah, I don't fuck with, I don't fuck with pictures. I'm like, well, then you're using your camera as a, as a video tool. Set that shit, shit up to be a video tool and then just fucking get creative. Well, I mean, you can use the same, the same style and angles in photography as you do in video. <clears throat> no, I'm saying, but for someone like him that's not interested in Word. photography, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then to make it easier for yourself, so you're not saying, well, what do I do again? It's just like, yo, the camera's set up already. You know, it's already 16 by 9. You're shooting 1080p on, on his camera at 24 frames per second mostly. That's where it's always going to start at. Word. Um, and then, you know, your your frame rate is, is 24, so you want your, your, um, your shutter at 50. Right, and then you're gonna compensate with your yeah, aperture the and your ISO. Yeah. Check your F stop, and you're good to go. Yeah, and at that point, you're gone. You know what I'm saying? And it's like whether you compensate with the ISO or the aperture when you start off, as long as that shit is exposed properly, whichever one you chose to compensate with, fucking press record and shoot it. So, I told him, I said, "Yo, it's more important to think about it like a fucking paintbrush than it is to think about it as a technical piece of equipment, because that's how I approach it." I'm, I could give a fuck about what's really happening in the camera. Lord forgive me for anybody out there that's fucking a filmmaker and is just like, shut the fuck up, kid. This is how I function as a, uh, as a videographer. 
And if you're asking me for advice, I'm going to tell you how I approach it. You know, like I told him, I said, yo, this is just my philosophy on how I approach using a camera. It's a paintbrush. And like the location is, you know, my background design or color. And then the actors and what they're wearing are other colors. And then I'm painting with this motherfucker as I go along. Down to the point, like when we shot in here and that shot on the ground, all it was is like, yo, you're going to walk in and you're going to wind up in this in this area. You have to make your mark here. And then we run it over and over. And there's one scene in that video. I don't know. I should show you. Two different shots. And by having those guys walk in and keep doing the same thing they were doing, I was able to cut between one shot with a no fade or nothing, just straight hard cut. And that shit is seamless as shit. Word. And not to blow myself, but this is why I make these guys do these things. Um, And sometimes they get a little annoyed because, you know, not saying they were, but other people too, you know, would be like, all right, man, cool. Like, let's let's do something else. It's like, no, man, we got to do this again. Because I'm paying attention to that shit. Now, in this case, I would say I got really lucky because it's so perfect that I was like, damn, man, there's no way I could have planned it that good. Word. But in doing that, I was able to achieve something. And most people wouldn't even fucking notice it. And when I pointed it out to them, they were like, oh, shit, you're right. It's two different shots. And, you know, you guys are literally your placement of your feet, everything, your footing, everything was exactly the same. And that shit was dope. But that's more important to me than, hmm, should I try my whatever lens and blah, blah, blah. That's why I tell people another thing is. I'm always going to shoot 35. I always go to a 35 because that's what I'm. That's the way I see shit now, right? If I need another lens to do another shot, and for example, I can't do a drone shot without a drone, you know, and you got to bounce to that tool. Word. If I was shooting something where there was like space between us and I needed to shoot a zoom lens, I would have shot a zoom lens, but bop, minimize the issue of what should i do they don't fuck all that 35 set it up boom shoot it if there's room the shot looks right i'm just gonna keep shooting and in this video i think i used my 24 to 70 once for like one little like scene everything else i shot it on the 35 so he was bigging me up about it and once i told him that i said yo think about what i'm telling you here is the camera I didn't do nothing technical because he's like, yo, I want to get to like what you were doing with this video. And I'm just like, I pulled it out of the bag. I adjusted the aperture and the ISO. I pressed record. The rest of that magic was us just being creative. You know what I'm saying? Telling a story, different angles and all that stuff. And, and them even being involved right. in it. That was more of the artistry of the video than anything else. It wasn't me and my stupid camera. No, you know but what that's, what, that's what people understand, though. You don't see like, listen... <clears throat> Have your camera. Come at it looking at you standing and looking at where you look at the whole scene. Step to the left, drop down a little bit, bring it up a little bit, <laughs> go to the side. Like literally just change that angle a little bit the way do what just because you're gonna change the whole way the scene looks and yeah. it's gonna make a drastic improvement. Yeah. Or just you know, one of my things is when you shoot stuff, right? Like people have so these guys had ideas, right? Yeah. For example, they had a vision, right? And they had location set up. They had this visual in mind. And when we started shooting, I was telling them, I'm like, yo, let me let me be involved in how we go about writing this thing. Because um, in the end, I'm the one that has to shoot it. And a lot of times, I can't get creative with anything that I'm shooting until I'm in the space where I'm shooting. Yeah. Because shit changes, you know, your, your description of it might not work out when i get there just based on how things look lighting you know all these things there's a bunch of shit that goes into it so when we started planning this shit you know i was like yo we'll just get up and we'll we'll sit down and we'll talk about it you know and that's what we did we got up a few times we sat down they told me about it i told them what the limits were based on what i have available to me what i can make happen as a a videographer yeah, or a filmmaker gear, yeah, yeah, or whatever. With the gear you had on hand. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Even, or even what I can do with effects and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to... Originally, there wasn't even going to be any gunshots in it. But then when I started really processing... So I was like halfway through the video and I was like, let me just stop for a second and see what this color grade and correction is going to look like. And I started messing with that. 
And once I dropped the effects in, put in some bars, I was like, oh, yeah, this shit looks dope. So uh, I went and uh, I got souped up at that point. And I was like, oh, no, nah, I can't I can't fuck this up. Now, now it, looks, it looks dope, right? Now I'm souped up about it. And then it got to the part where uh, there was like the little gap. I, I, extend, I even extended the video because I liked it so much, you know. So the video wound up being like almost a minute longer than it actually is. Oh, hell yeah. Because um, I wanted to not fuck up the story. But, uh, yo, all, once I got in those spaces, you know, I can visualize what's happening in that room. And if you just visualize what your shot's going to look like in the space with the people there and shit, then just shoot it the way you imagined it, if that makes any sense. No, it does. It makes perfect sense. Uh, the best way I could, I could break that down is, yo, when people used to ask me, right, and Manny, you might, you might like this, when you draw something, right, as an artist, um, do you ever visualize what you're drawing on the paper? You get what I mean? Yeah. So, like, people ask me, like, yo, how do you do that? How do you draw? How does that just come out of you out of nowhere? And what I tell people a lot of times, if, if it makes any sense, is I would look at the paper, and on that paper, I would imagine what I wanted to draw and if if it makes sense to trace what you're imagining on the paper that's the way I, I, I see drawing to be so that's the same thing with, with video you can imagine your shot in the space like we shot in here and as soon as I was like I'm, if they're gonna walk in I instantly saw that from a low shot so I could see the be under the guns and shit that's what I imagined so right. when I shot it I was like I, I don't know if you noticed <clears throat> that but with the minute we started shooting that I went straight to the floor I didn't even there was no question yeah, about no, it. You, you, you said, yeah, I need a small tripod. Yeah. It just like instantly, because I was like, that's the way I imagined. I'm not going to go against the grain. That's the way I saw it like a movie in my brain. Word. So let's trace that now, if that makes sense. No, hell yeah. But uh, yeah, man. And I guess my point is to anybody out there starting that feels discouraged because uh, video seems so complicated, uh, I think the best way out of that is to say fuck everybody, fuck watching all these YouTube heads telling you what's right and what's wrong. And that that I wouldn't go that far to say fuck all them. Just you use them as a point no, of no, reference. No, no. I'm saying if you're not retaining any of it, is my point. If you're the type of person that's watched these videos <clears throat> and it's still mumbo jumbo to you, word, stop watching them because no, that, yeah, no, that's you're absolutely right. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, throwing you off the scent. You're absolutely right. So just free yourself from that bullshit. And uh, focus on setting your camera up to shoot like a video camera and then be more creative with the production part of it as far as like locations, your actors you know, or your subjects, their clothes and shit like that and, and, and your angles and just start pressing record. Even And I say this to people all the time. People complain about, yo, but my camera has too much shake. I need to get a gimbal. I need to get a stabilizer. I'm like, you know what? Flip the script on all of that and make a video where you shoot everything on a tripod. Everything. Don't even fucking handhold that motherfucker once. Just set that shit up to be shot on tripods every single shot. Word. And the point being is eliminate all these things. Eliminate these things that you're struggling with. Damn, man, but if only I had a stabilizer. All right, let's pretend. I tell people this all the time, too. Imagine that the camera that you own is the last camera <clears throat> that you'll ever have access to in your life. So right now, my a7 III is the last camera in the world to me, right? And I can't get anything better. I'm stuck with this camera. So... Forget about specs and all that. This is your tool. You have no choice. There is nothing else. No reason to think about it anymore. Erase that from your mind and just use that particular tool and call it a fucking day. And then make up for everything else. Yo, because the reality is about all this shit is, there's this young girl that comes to my job. I won't say her name until I speak to her, but she made some fucking ill-ass videos on an eight millimeter camera and fucking murdered the shit out of it. Murdered the shit out of it. Like I was so impressed by it. I was like, wow, this is ill. Like 
she lit up for that shit properly to the point where it looks so clean and beautiful that you're like, oh my God, this looks like a fucking movie. Word. It's incredible, yo. And and she's some young girl. She's like in her early 20s. And um, point being is, is, yo, that's like an ancient tool at this point, you know, to these people. And most well, people would say, why would right you now do that? I don't know what the hell an eight millimeter is. <laughs> yo, bro, but she was just so smart with how she shot it. All her night scenes, she lose, She used, like, storefront lighting um, as her way to light up her street scenes and then kind of put her back up to the window so you can't see the windows, but you're getting the, the light from the windows. Bird. So she was very slick in how she did all this stuff. And, yo, if it wasn't for her being so smart about her locations, how her subjects looks, her fucking angles, you know... It doesn't matter what camera you shot it on, you know. You could have gave her any camera, and that shit was going to look dope because she was so set up to shoot something dope. But the fact that she used something that's kind of obsolete and just flipped it like that and made some ill shit happen, and again, you know, not the tool, just the more of, like, all this other stuff. Photography is a little more technical, I would say, in the sense of it's not just press and record and stop and just whatever. I think there's a little more that goes into because there's – calculating shutter speed and all this kind of shit that could throw people off for a while if you don't absorb it right but with video like i tell people if you hit a wall you got to think the way you did if you made videos as a kid and back to what i was saying earlier as a kid it was like all right record stop we didn't have no fucking um editing software or nothing we were doing in-body editing so we would go back, rewind it a little bit. All right, cool, stop. That's where it clips. Next scene starts there. And we used to make these little short films when I was like 12, 13, 14 years old. And uh, when I think about how fucking creative... See, and yo, Rock. I hate to I put you on blast, but my boy Rock, yo, I'm still mad at you for losing all that stuff. I'm telling my boy Bams right now about your punk ass man you fucking <laughs> failed us yo this dude I, I lent him my, my, my old videos and somehow some way from moving from one house to the other fucking lost the videos but um yo we used to make short films yo we made this one called Evil Bread we used to make like parody movies so this one was called Evil Bread and it was about we shot it the way um, Sam Raimi or what was that? Is that his name? Sam Raimi? That did um, Evil Dead, uh, yeah, Army yeah, of Sam Darkness Raimi, and yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. We shot it like that style of shooting. Except instead of it being like fucking demons and shit, it was a loaf of bread <laughs> that we fucking animated. It would move like you would see the bread moving and... uh it would kill you and shit and then the camera would be like an evil dead how it would like float through the woods and shit we would do that and add like record music in the background we would make the sounds of all the stupid shit but yo these things was fucking ridiculously creative yo and all we were doing is pressing record and stop it's a it's an old school handy cam so when i think about cameras right i'd be thinking in that way like yo all the creative part happened in all the shit that we did, all the props. Like, you know, we had one where it was like a, a, a little mini gangster and it was my boy Rob from back in the day, this small little Indian kid that was down with us. And he was like this adorable little kid when he was little, around 11 years old and shit. And we had him like set up with like glasses. He had like a chain, like this little vest, a big ass cigar. He had like a hat and he was like a mafia don and shit. Yo, we used to kill these things, yo. And, um, Whatever, my boy lost them videos, so yo, Rock, yo, I'm still disappointed in you after all these years, man. You let us all down, yo. That was our childhood memories. I'm just saying, though, yo, yo, I love you, though. But yeah, it was uh, it was an unfortunate thing. But now, as as a as a filmmaker, now that's the way I be trying to think about it. Which kind of I discussed with you my new uh, sh- uh, short story concept. I don't want to talk about it, obviously. <laughs> But that's a good example of what I'm trying to get at. No, hell yeah. Like, if that shit pops, right? And I'm not saying fucking, you know, um, that it's going to be like an actual movie or... But this is just something I'm going to work on. But when it's done, if it is interesting to somebody, it'll prove my point that the location, my characters 
are going to be everything in this concept, right? And I'm removing every technical aspect of using the actual camera and making it all about the actual dialogue. So if it becomes successful, that's going to be a fucking great example of what we've been talking about for the past few minutes. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that's what I, what, what, yo, I told you that that's what I think I should do with my life. What? I should stop thinking like a fucking freelancer and start thinking like a director. I mean, that's how everybody should think. I mean, I'm a director now. What they say. But I always consider, I'd be telling people, like I said it earlier, I'm, I'm a videographer. No, the fuck I'm not. Well, you can take the analogy that everybody uses. You, you uh, is uh, don't dress for the job you have. Dress for the job you want. In that case, Steven Spielberg coming for you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but I, I, I just I, I I I think that's something that I need to do. Yo, because I've been kind of stuck, right? And I'm like, yo, the thing is, like, yo, I can't be doing no documentary shit forever you know at some point in time i think what i want to do is make some films you know what i'm saying and i I, i'm kind of set on that and i'm pretty good at writing and i'm pretty good with a camera so i'm like why don't don't i just start making short films for a while cool concepts shit that i can knock out um and just submit these motherfuckers to like festivals and shit like that oh yeah and I mean, not saying that I'm gonna make movies specific to festivals, but this one, um, doing time, fucking opened my eyes to like, yo, so what? What? If, what if that shit does pop? You know what I mean? Like, oh wait, no, we got we're, we're gonna branch off on the side note here. We wanna wish congratulations to Mr. Serin for for his uh, his short film, Doing Time, making yeah. it into a festival. What festival is that that's making it into right it's now? It's the hold up, I have it here. I just keep saying it wrong, and I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> It is the, it's the first time filmmaker sessions festival 2020. It is presented by Liftoff Global Network. Um, yeah, I just submitted it uh, to a few other ones, um, but that kind of opened my eyes to. I did something real quick with my brother-in-law and uh when we first set out to do it we were setting out to produce something dope but I, we weren't exactly invested into it you know yeah. what i mean it wasn't like yo we're gonna drop some money and get this camera we're gonna shoot it on a fucking cinema cinema well, gear when you were shooting it everybody was freaking home because of covid yeah, everybody yeah, was freaking yeah. stuck well, in the house nobody had really anything to fucking do yeah yeah but i mean even down to like the audio like all of it was just like let's just shoot it as basic as no, possible yeah, it kept it, you kept it simple yeah and that's why it works and then i wrote it as like a skeleton so all the stuff was kind of laid out but as we started to put it together i started filling in the gaps like when we when we first shot it there was no narration whatsoever there was no narrative at all it was just like i wanted to make you feel bored you know and like i told you last time i was like that's i got categorized as a slow burn film yeah which is a term that I wasn't really familiar with, but it was enlightening to be like, all right, well, cool. I, I guess I fit into a genre. I'm cool with that, especially if I didn't even know that I was going or producing something like that. But that was the intention, was to make you feel like you did while you were in quarantine, which was fucking bored. You know what I mean? Like, just like, what the fuck's going on? And without the narrative, it was kind of sh- showing you that already. But dropping the narrative made you kind of really feel that motherfucker. And Word. I feel like in the end, that and the end together and the way it kind of just puts you in a state of mind or a mood, I think that's where that movie got interesting. But none of that was originally planned. You know, the end, the, matter of fact, the ending of it wasn't planned particularly the way it, I finished it. And I'm glad I finished it the way I did because it even made me feel like, oh, that's kind of dope. No, hell yeah. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't see that coming. It just happened. But uh, it was dope to 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 do something like that. And it's almost like, how can I put it? Sometimes when people paint stuff, it's just like you really got to be painting it for yourself because a lot of times people may not like your shit, you know. 
but it doesn't mean it's whack or anything like that. It doesn't mean it doesn't have a purpose. But if you did it with the intention of just pleasing yourself, which was the intention was for me and my brother-in-law to find something to do technically during quarantine. He's an actor. I'm a filmmaker. We're both creative. Um, and my my concept revolved about around what we were going through. So it made it easier to shoot it. So it was just something to distract both of us, you know. Oh, yeah. And in the end, it was just like fucking this is dope. Like we killed this, you know, for how we did it. We killed it. And now I'm just like, so what happens if I buckle down and, and then that's where shit starts going in the direction that I'm going now. So the next one that I shoot, though, I don't intend on being technical. I do intend on shooting it as a, a cinematic film, you know, better camera, better lens. And even though it's going to be the bare bones of any of it, you know, nothing really technical. I am going to shoot it in that format, you know what I'm saying? Just to make that shit look like an actual movie. And even down to uh, maybe getting some lights in there too that I'm not going to set up. My boy's going to set up. Um, And even the audio, I have a a young lady that's going to be, I I want to make any announcements yet, but she's going to help me with the audio. Um, And then it's just going to be pretty much static, you know, and uh, it should be interesting, you know, and uh, I think that's what I'm, I'm going to try to do. Like, you familiar, are you familiar with David Lynch? Yes. David Lynch, for example, people that watch his stuff, if they're not into just letting the mind take over what you're looking at, because when you watch his stuff, you got to kind of, uh, you kind of got to be open minded. You know, I feel like when, when Twin Peaks was out, when I was younger, that I sure watched was it. That shit was odd. It was odd, and um, it was just like instant. I don't know, maybe because the way I was younger and immature, I couldn't get my imagination to take over what I was watching. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, this is stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's the honest thing. Sorry, David Lynch. But when I first saw it. Well, it wasn't meant for kids. When I was, when I was, a, te- I was a teenager. Yeah, when I but first still, saw you know, I mean, this is more for, I guess, a lot of his stuff is more for like a developed fucking. Yeah, I mean, fucking, anyway, moral story is I find a friend later on in life, and he's really into it, and he was like, yo, man, we should talk about Twin Peaks, and I was like, I really like it. <laughs> he's like, what? He was like, you, of all fucking people, you didn't like Twin Peaks? I was like, nah, it just never pulled me in, and dude lent me, like, the box set or whatever, and uh, I brought that shit home, and, like, I tell people, if you can get past, like, episode three or four, and get pulled into what that dude made. Yo, that has to be one of the most genius motherfuckers, yo, in the world, yo. Because the stuff that he uses is bare minimum. Well, that's why Twin Peaks is cult shit. Yo, dude, it's so <laughs> crazy, man. And he's a huge inspiration now to me, man. Because, like, some of the shit that I've, I've watched interviews and there's so many scenes that he makes that you're like, why does that make me feel so uncomfortable? I was fascinated by how uncomfortable this motherfucker could make me feel with nothing, with fucking nothing, yo, nothing. He had this scene that fucked with me, yo. It's a, it's a scene where the main bad guy, which is Bob, is crawling over like a bed and coming towards the camera. And he has like this real creepy look on his face. And he just crawls out from behind this, I believe it's like a bed. And he literally is looking in the camera and he's like, ah, you know. And um, I was fascinated by the fact that he took this dude that literally wears a jean jacket, some jeans. He looks kind of dirty. He looks kind of like sunburnt in a way. Long, dirty hair. And the dude got written in. Um, he wasn't even part of this shit. <laughs> so, and mind you, he already had gotten the budget. He's already shooting the fucking show. And he discovers his main bad guy that went on to become part of the Twin, Twin Peaks history as like a fucking, uh, some type of grip or something on the Twin Peaks set. Yeah. And saw this dude, he shot, he, he did a shot where the dude was like seen in like the corner, I guess he tried to hide from the shot and he looked real creepy back there and he was dressed like that. So he saw the shot and was just like, we're keeping that. 
<laughs> and if you watch the show, it's in there. No, oh, yeah. And from that point on, they introduced this Bob character, and then this motherfucker turns out to be Bob, you know? So this you watching this shit evolve. So point being is, is how the fuck do you get people to get behind you when you yourself don't even know what you're about to shoot? How do you get a budget for that? I have no That's idea. That's a masterful shit. And, and 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 then anyway, that scene when he crawls over, yo, there's nothing special about it, yo. It's just what he, like the mystery that he put behind this motherfucker that made him this evil dude, yo. If you look into that character, yo, he's like a demon that basically rapes women and kills them, and all, yo. There's some really weird shit that that he wrote in there. No, yeah, yeah. And so when you know this guy has like this real creepy history. And you see this basic ass character, it, you can't help but to give this. And he does this like creepy, like reverse um, filming. So he'll actually have them speak. Uh, I mean, I mean, learn how to speak backwards. So when they do playback, and you can actually hear what they're saying. So they, let's just say I'm just gonna say, "Oh shit!" Right. So it would be like too short, right? Yo, but like whole conversations. And they would record it like that. And then when they would play back in reverse, you would actually hear them talk. And it sounded fucking, yo. So little shit like that. Like how creative is that shit? You know, so I saw this fucking show in a whole other fucking light. And again, for someone that uses it so simple, a lot of the shots are static. There's nothing really crazy about it. Um, and his locations, cool fucking characters, and uh, fucking more importantly, his 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 uh, foley sound. Like he does things where it's like, yo, if someone rings a doorbell, he'll remove the audio or, or not add the audio of bing boom. Like it'll be like a blender, <laughs> like shit like that. And most people won't even notice it. They just be like, what the fuck, you know? But like. Yo, that's what this motherfucker does, you know? Like, all right, cool. So this is going to be the scene where you're at the bar. Instead of having a band, we're going to record a washing machine. And we're going to put that in the background. <laughs> so, and then that's why you get these weird moments where you're like, what's so weird? What's, I get a weird vibe here. It's like, yeah, there's a sound of like bubbling water that you don't hear <laughs> subliminally fucking with you. <laughs> and so all these little details. So, I mean, because of people like that, dude, the obvious ones, you know, um, Stanley Kubrick and shit like that. It's more about just being creative. So, yo, so anybody out there hitting the fucking wall, fuck the bullshit. Start thinking like a fucking creative ass filmmaker and just write your ideas down and plan your spots and just shoot shit and do that like a million times and you'll be dope. Word up. And I think with that, we might be cutting this because we had about an hour and eight right now. It's beautiful. Anyway, this has been another episode of The Light Shed. Today, we let we shed some light on things. Uh, no topics. Most random ass uh, shit you can think of. And uh, some filmmaking. Uh, we'll see you guys soon, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.